You're listening to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Rydell. We're hanging out here today because one day while hiking in Peru, after just having been let go from my dream job, it hit me. There's so much more to life and there's no excuse for not embracing uncertainty and trying new things to really explore our full potential in this lifetime. On this weekly podcast, you'll hear from successful entrepreneurs, creative thinkers, and visionaries just like you so that you feel less alone as you pursue everything you want and deserve in this lifetime. This is a space where big sky thinking is welcomed and conversations about daily betterment are essential. So if you're ready to stop living an ordinary life and start living a visionary life, then welcome home. Hey Visionary, are you ready to launch your business? If you're looking for a way to get started, we can help. The Visionary Method is a weekly coaching program that will guide you through the process of launching your business and generating revenue in as little as 12 weeks. We have helped over 100 entrepreneurs build their businesses from scratch and find community with people just like them. You don't have to do this alone. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert or extrovert, young or old, experienced or brand new, our method works for everyone who wants it badly enough. This isn't about getting rich quick, it's about creating something meaningful that changes lives and makes the world a better place. Join us today by heading to kelseyridle.com for details or click the link in the show notes and learn more about the visionary method. Hey visionaries, many of you know that I studied to become a holistic nutritionist many years ago and even though I'm no longer practicing, I still take my health very seriously, especially in the winter and through this pandemic when I feel like everyone around me is feeling subpar in some way or another. And part of my daily routine is Sambucol Black Elderberry Syrup and their Black Elderberry Gummies. So if you've never heard of Sambucol, listen up. I have been extremely fond of this brand since my days studying nutrition. I've actually known about the brand for at least 10 years, I think. And because of its potency and efficacy in supporting my immunity, I really do trust them. So at the first sign of a tickle in either mine or Dave's throat, we are reaching for the Sambucol. I just cannot afford to take days off work as an entrepreneur and Sambucol definitely helps me to stay well. So it is part of my immunity supplement cabinet. Not only does it taste amazing, so the gummies are better than candy, but this stuff actually works. And I'm really excited to also be using the Sambucol Daily Immune Drink Powder. It's just a little packet. You open it up, you put it in four to eight ounces of water, and it's been scientifically tested to support your immune system. So when I'm sick of drinking water throughout the day, I just crack a pack of the immune powder and it has vitamin C, it has zinc, and it has the black elderberry. So honestly, amazing stuff. And if you want to grab yourself some, you can actually save 15% on your next order of $9.99 or more. So if you want to save that 15%, go to sambucolusa.com and use the code visionary. So that's S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L usa.com and use the code visionary15, visionary15, and you'll get 15% off. So that's it. Go get yourself some Sambu call and let's get into the show. 
All right, welcome back to the show, Visionaries. It is officially 2022. I cannot believe it. I actually decided to give myself a week off last week, and I didn't even mean to. I had every intention of putting out an episode for you guys, but just something magical happened. That time between Christmas and New Year's, I just felt this desire to stay home and really like get nested on the couch with my laptop, with a pen and a paper, and to just create and to think and to not be on so many deadlines and timelines like I usually am. So on a typical week, like 50 other weeks of the year, I usually have Zoom calls, I have meetings, I have all these deliverables, I have things that are booking me up, you know, the podcast production, interviews, uh, prepping emails, social media posts, like the list goes on. And I know all of you guys feel the exact same. And I think the, the energy that I was feeling between Christmas and New Year's, the week that I didn't put out a podcast episode for you guys, I was just feeling this energy of freedom and calmness and the ability to just kind of go inside and to just decompress while kind of stirring up that creative energy. It felt like the world was on pause a little bit. Maybe how we felt when COVID first happened, like all of a sudden you have all this time at home and I just loved sitting on the couch from 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. uninterrupted. I would put a Christmas movie on in the background and I would just get down to work on things that I had not had time for in the past. So anyways, that's why I didn't show up for you last week, but I did miss you all and I couldn't wait to record this episode as our very first episode of 2022. So official Happy New Year. I hope everybody had a fun New Year's Eve and whether you went out and you partied and then you woke up and you were like, all right, I'm going off the alcohol <laughs> uh, or the sugar, uh, or maybe you stayed in because a lot of people just decided to have quiet New Year's this year and you woke up feeling your best and kind of started your year off on the right foot or the left foot. <laughs> um, but regardless, uh, I know this is such a, a time for New Year's resolutions, for goals, for vision boarding. And I myself definitely made some January resolutions. So I'm not so much a fan of like New Year's resolutions that last for 12 months because I feel like that's a big commitment and I like to switch up my goals based on how I'm feeling. Uh, so what I do is I actually choose a word of the year. So my word of the year is ownership. So taking ownership over everything and not blaming other people or just bringing the onus back onto myself anytime things are maybe not going the way I intended. So just owning the moment, taking it back and having complete control and complete ownership over how I feel each day. And I love to start each day by just saying, it's going to be the best day ever. <laughs> My husband and I do that together all the time. We just decide it's going to be a good day. And I think the moment you make a decision, you're able to move forward with the next action. So the word is ownership. That's my word of the year, word of 2022. And then some of the goals that I have uh, are simple. A lot of them are health related because I know my health is priority as an entrepreneur. So 
Uh, I am doing dry January alongside many of you, so giving up alcohol for the month. Uh, And for me, it's not so much the drinks because I do like to have a glass of wine or two on the weekend. Um, And it's not that I drink too much, but I think it's that it often ripples into the next day with a slight hangover or a headache, even if I only have two glasses of wine. Uh, And then I'll often like eat poorly the next day uh, because I have that weird stomach. So I just thought for January, just give it up and kind of have a hard rule on no booze. I'm also doing no distracted uh, scrolling. So if I am watching TV, if I am hanging with friends, if I am eating a nice salad or soup or salmon for dinner, not going to be on my phone. Uh, There have been way too many times in the last year that I have caught myself mindlessly scrolling while doing something else. And I was just on my Instagram stories sharing this with you guys that even today, like now that I have this rule, I caught myself eating cantaloupe while watching Instagram stories, which makes no sense, but it's just um, like habit at this point. I just grab my phone and I, I go numb almost and I start watching stories And I don't want to do that. I'm not that interested in other people's lives, (laughs) you know, and like nobody should be. Uh, I should just be eating a cantaloupe and looking around me and chewing. And to some of you, that may sound crazy, but for me, it is something that I want to be extra intentional with, especially for January, because I just hate this idea of mindless phone time. I like to be on my phone to respond to messages, to if I want to open Instagram to scroll a little bit, but do it with intention, not every four minutes. And it's so funny because you know how you can see who watches your stories uh, on Instagram. I'm sure if you guys post stories, you've seen this too. You can actually see who watches them like within the first 30 seconds of you posting them. And for me, it's like always the same few people. And I think, are they on their phone all day? mindlessly scrolling Instagram because that's kind of scary, right? Like we should be on maybe twice a day uh, and you can catch up for what, 20 minutes or set an alarm, but there's no reason to be checking in every 10 minutes while you're supposed to be focused on other tasks. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox on that one. That's another resolution. Um, And these are part of what I'm doing inside of the visionary method. We're doing the core three and bonus five uh, inside of our health challenge. So uh, those are two of my core three items that I will be implementing for January. Anyways, okay, so that's not the point of today's episode. Today's episode is going to be all about four things that I wish I knew before starting a business and four tips for making the leap. Okay, so eight things total, and I'm going to rhyme these off pretty quickly. So the reason why I chose this topic for today's podcast is because I know that 2022, or the start of a new year, can stir up emotions around what am I doing with my life? Am I on the right path? Is it time to make a change? Is it going to be really scary to make a change? How could I possibly leave my job? Like I I hear these conversations a lot and I know a lot of you are thinking about this. And the truth is changing careers can be daunting or quitting your day job to start your own business can be downright scary or going to part time. Um, But 
it is something that a lot of you will end up doing in 2022 when you realize that you're no longer all in on your current lifestyle. You're no longer all in on the nine to five. You're not all in in your corporate job or whatever it is that you're doing and you're ready to make a change. And it's certainly not going to be easy. I can transport myself back to when I decided to quit my last corporate job as a marketing manager, but it will be the best decision you ever make. And so the fact that I know many of you are wrestling with this decision, especially right now, I want to walk through these eight tips because I believe that you can do it. And I believe that with this motivation of a new year, January is such an interesting time because it's like people in December, they just kind of give up and they eat like shit and they drink. And then January 1st or 2nd or 3rd rolls around and they're like, yeah, I'm going to start training. I'm going to eat healthy. It's just, it's a an interesting and awesome time to make a change. So I want to encourage you to start thinking about this more seriously, especially with a fresh year upon us. So if you are one of those people who have a dream to quit your day job, you're probably wondering, like, is it worth the risk? <laughs> like, you know, it's going to be scary, but um, I just want to tell you that, yes, it will be. It's going to take time. And there are four things that I wish I knew before making this big leap into self-employment. And I want to share those with you today. So the first thing I wish I knew before taking the leap into self-employment was that there will be more people who doubt you than who cheer you on. There will be more people who doubt you than who cheer you on. I remember telling people that I was leaving my cushy marketing manager job with benefits, with bonuses, with the status and all this stuff. I was in my late 20s and had worked my way up quite quickly Um and I got so much pushback and so much negativity being like, well, what are you going to do? Oh, you're going to teach fitness classes and become a freelancer? Why would you ever leave the stability, Kels? And it felt like people were doubting me, whether they were or not. Um, that's how it felt. And I even had some sly text messages from friends being like, um, I don't like I don't remember the exact wording, but when I would share something that I was up to or I would tell them that, you know, I was going to an event or starting a podcast, I'd be met with blank stares like mm, that's interesting, like nice little side hobby you have here. And it just didn't feel like there was a culture of support around me. And maybe that's because not many people were entrepreneurs or had made that leap. So even though it'll feel like there's a lot of doubters, just keep going. You're going to feel misunderstood. I have felt misunderstood my entire life. This is something that I've been kind of transparent about, but it's also still a bit of a wound is that I often feel like people just don't get me or that I think differently or that I do often rebel against the common narratives in life. And people don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that I veer off course and that I do things differently and that I believe in myself and I don't really care to tune into the noise of the world. And I think that triggers people because I kind of just walk a different way when everyone seems to be walking, you know, a regular path. So 
anyways, even though there'll be people who doubt you, uh, just know that I am cheering you on. The visionary community is cheering you on and we believe in you. So second thing I wish I knew before starting a business was that if you are not good with numbers, make sure your first hire or first spend of money is an accountant or a bookkeeper. We're creeping into tax season once again. Gosh, I feel like it just comes so quickly every year. And the first two years I ran my business, I tried to do my taxes alone with TurboTax. And it was a true freaking nightmare. (laughs) And I didn't keep any of my receipts. I didn't have a tracking program for anything. And it was honestly mayhem. So my suggestion to you is to figure out a system or to hire out with your first paycheck some sort of bookkeeper or accountant at the end of the year who can support you or set you up on QuickBooks and tell you what to do. That's just a little side tip for all of us who are not super number gurus. Um, I think that's a really good investment in your business. It's not an expense, it's an investment. That goes on to point number three. So the third thing I wish I knew before starting a business was that an expense is different than an investment and that we should not be afraid to invest in our business because investments produce a return on investment. So think about that. When you have an expense, you're saying that because you expend money on something, you're just calling it a write-off. Like, It's I'm expending money, but I don't get anything back. Whereas when you look at certain things like your website, like a business coach, like an accountant, you can actually see a lot of those as an investment because you get a return on investment. So when I invest in a business coach, I am able to push through my blocks and actually increase my revenue because I didn't get stuck for six months. When I invest in email marketing software that has the capabilities I need, emails are sent on automation once a week, and there's all these back-end things that I don't have to worry about. When you invest in new branding, you're saying, I'm leveling up, my business is more mature, I need a new look so that my community can grow with me and that new people can find me who resonate with my brand, right? So an expense is drastically different than an investment, and I hope to just kind of plant the seed for that concept because I think it'll be really valuable uh, to think about that when you start your business because you cannot just start a business and say, I'm not going to have any investments or any expenses. Like you do need to put a little bit of money on the line for a few systems, for a few things in order to get your ducks in a row and know that there will be a return on that investment, okay? So it's it's just a subtle mindset shift. And the fourth thing that I wish I knew before I started my business was that you should surround yourself with fellow entrepreneurs right away. Don't get to the point that I did of feeling lonely And like I had no community three years into my business. So find community because it is vital to keeping you motivated, to making you feel less alone, to making you feel supported along this roller coaster of a journey. 
And I can guarantee you that the people you surround yourself with will dictate the type of success that's in store for you in 2022. If you hang around people who have low ambition, who aren't going anywhere in life, who are complaining, saying they're bored all of the time, or who have nothing that is lighting them up and no aspirations for growth, that's exactly the type of person you're going to be. But if you're starting a business, you might need a little more fire. So light that fire in yourself and then go find people who have that too. And these people are anywhere. So, you know, I live in a small, small town and I've also lived in the biggest city, Toronto, uh, here in Ontario. So I've gone from big city to small town. And in each of those, I've been able to find people, entrepreneurs, other adventurous or athletic people, like people who lit a fire in me and who encouraged me to be better and who were the type of people that I wanted to become. So find those people, don't wait too long, or it's easy to look around and just be like, whatever, like no one will know if I quit on my business, who cares? You have to find community. That's what we offer inside of the visionary method. And I encourage the students and the clients that I work with to connect with each other because these are your people. Uh, So that would be tip number four. Okay, so now that I've shared four things I wish I knew before I started a business, I also want to share four tips uh, or four things to consider before making the leap. So these are tips for people who are like no longer needing the motivation, I guess, and they're just ready to dive in. So the first thing I would say is do your research. You have an idea for a business. You've probably thought about who your product or your service is perfect for. Now you need to talk to your dream clients. Get on phone calls. Get on Zoom meetings with people who you believe could be your clients and ask them. What do they need? What is the biggest pain point they are solving for? What would they look for if they had $1,000 to spend on someone like you? What would be their dream come true outcome? What is their income bracket? What are they currently investing in that might be similar to your service? I don't care what you ask them, just get on at least 20 or 30 calls with people. And I know most of my clients have resistance to this, but it's so important to get into conversation and to test your idea by talking it out with a lot of people. Or just talk to people at the coffee shop, talk to your aunt and uncle, talk to anyone who you can about your idea and validate whether this is needed or not. Um, And then tell them like what's going to be different about your offer. And this is the beginning stages of bringing a product or service to life. So do your research. That would be tip number one or five, depending on how I'm counting here. Uh, The next thing I want to share is to have a backup plan. And I don't mean that you're not going all in on your business. But when I started the visionary method, I didn't just quit my job, go into a cave, make no money while building this thing, and then expect that I was going to become rich overnight. I've seen people who do that. And the expectations are way too high. If you don't have an audience right now, like if you don't have thousands of followers, thousands of email subscribers, 
you're kind of starting from scratch and it takes time to build an audience. So have a plan B, as in make money in a different way while you are building out your idea. So for me, I did so many things. I taught fitness classes. I was an Orange Theory instructor. I saw nutrition clients. I was selling essential oils and I was building the visionary method. Oh, and I was doing social media consulting. And that wasn't because I didn't believe in my idea or I didn't want to go all in, but I wanted to mitigate the risk. And I wanted to make sure that there was no pressure for me to make tens of thousands of dollars within 30 days of launching this thing. So have the plan B as a supportive plan, okay? And I say this because I don't think many of you listening want to have high, high risk, i.e. you give up everything and you're like, we have to make this work. It takes time. Like honestly, the first year I ran the visionary method, I probably made like, I don't know, $14,000. And that was almost 14 students. So that's pretty good for the first year. The second year, I think I was closer to like 40,000. And then the next year, closer to 80. The next year, closer to about 150,000. So it takes time. Give yourself the chance to double your revenue year over year, uh, but make sure you have that side plan so that you're not putting so much stress and pressure on yourself. The third thing I would say is to know your why. Are you just starting a business because everybody else is? Or do you genuinely have a fire within you to create independence? Because when you go out on your own, you have the ultimate independence. You're not being told what to do. You're not being gifted a certain amount of money, right? With a salary job, you know you're pulling in 60K a year. With a self-employment role or as an entrepreneur, you could make 60,000 a year, or you could make 6,000 a year, or you could make 6 million a year. It is up to you. So know your why. Is it financial reasons? Is it for personal growth? Is it for independence? What is motivating you? And make sure that there is a significant reason why you're making this leap. Because when those doubters come in, when the hate mail comes through, and believe me, I've gotten my fair share of it. I've had sly comments, even when I moved to this tiny little town that, you know, is <laughs> not a town that many people would probably aspire to live in. I had a rude comment from somebody saying like, must be nice to like, there are people who are just going to shit on you no matter what. So know your why and make sure that it's there on the hard days uh, otherwise you risk giving up on yourself. So that would be tip number seven or three of this section. Uh, and the final thing I want to say is to really pay attention in those early days, what's sparking joy? What are those tasks that you're doing when you work on your business that feel really exciting, they feel good, it feels easy and you're in flow. Like for me, that was creating the podcast and creating social media content and writing blogs. That stuff didn't feel hard. I just showed up every week and did it. And that was the stuff that I was like, I need to keep doubling down on this. And that's when 
I started to see impact is when I focused on the activities that brought me joy. So everything that felt light was right. And the things that were heavy, I just put them aside. And of course, I still had to see, okay, well, where's the income coming in? But in those first few months, I really tried to focus on things that felt exciting because that joy translates to your dream clients. So spend time where you're lit up, audit and see, you know, what tasks of those do I do that actually bring in income or bring in new client leads And when in doubt, do a time study. So inside of the visionary method, I give you access to the visionary time tracker. And this is an easy way to figure out where is your time going, what's producing results, and what's actually working. So that would be another tip for those of you who are making the leap into entrepreneurship this year. So there you have it, eight tips. I know I fired those off really quickly, but it's four things I wish I knew and four tips for you for making that leap, uh, especially when you're switching from employee to entrepreneur. So I know a lot of you are there right now. So if you have specific questions, feel free to shoot me a message. And otherwise, I hope you loved this episode. If solo shows are interesting to you, feel free to send me a note. Uh, Otherwise, we do have some really wicked interviews coming up with very prominent Canadian entrepreneurs, and I cannot wait to share them with you. So happy new year once again, and I will see you guys in the second week of January. Visionary, I know you. You're a health nut and you want to save money on the brands you already love. Well, Healthy Planet is your one-stop shop for all things healthy. They have everything from gluten-free snacks to non-toxic beauty products, and they deliver right to your doorstep. Being healthy has never been easier or more affordable or more convenient than this. Shop with Healthy Planet today and get 10% off your first order of $50 or more by using the code VISIONARY10 at checkout. So what are you waiting for? Go use that code before it's too late and you can start saving today by heading to www.healthyplanetcanada.com and use the code VISIONARY10, that's VISIONARY10 at checkout. Happy shopping!